Hi, welcome back to IELTS with Huyen and this is Huyen. In IELTS Academic, it is a must to use formal language to write. However, it is not always the case in IELTS general training. It depends on the context. Sometimes common informal words and phrases appear confusing in academic contexts. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a few words and expressions that frequently appear in IELTS in both formal and informal forms. Before we start, I would like to remind you that I have workshops and classes going on every day and every month. If you would like to join my classes, don't hesitate to contact me on my website or just follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And also, I have teacher training courses for people who would like to teach. So join me. The first word I would like to share in today's episode is acquire. For example, the main purpose of schooling is to have children acquire needed knowledge for their future. In informal situation, you can use the word get. For example, I continued my studies and I got my master's degree two years later. In both formal and informal situations, you can use the word obtain. And of course, it depends on contexts. For example, when she finally obtained legal possession of the house, she kicked her stepmother out. The next word is address, as in to give attention to someone or something. For example, climate change is a serious issue that needs addressing. The phrase to give attention to someone or something can be neutral, so you can use it in both formal and informal situations. For example, parents should give attention to what their kids do on the internet. Word number three is treat, as in to deal with someone or something. For example, juvenile crimes should be treated as seriously as offenses committed by adults. Similar to the phrase to give attention to someone or something, deal with is neutral, so you can use in both informal and formal situations. For example, it is difficult to deal with people who don't understand me, so I would prefer to have friends who share the same values and hobbies. The next phrase is very useful for everybody who want to master their writing in IELTS. If you want to sound formal, you can say in respect of or with respect to. For example, in respect of or with respect to, the number of books sold in 2000, science fiction ranked first among five genres. And if you want to sound neutral, you can say with regard to, for example, with regard to genres, I really don't mind any kinds. As far as X is concerned, it's also neutral. For example, as far as genre is concerned, romantic novels remained the most popular type of book sold in 2000. In informal situations, you can say as far as X goes. For example, as far as my preference goes, I would say science fiction isn't my cup of tea. 
if you are an experienced IELTS person, aka you have taken IELTS at least one time, or you have been practicing IELTS for some time, you will know that the word house, flat, or apartment appear a lot in IELTS. The formal synonym of these words is dwelling. For example, there were originally four blocks of dwellings in this area. Now, you can use the words house, flat, or apartment in both informal and formal cases, so they are neutral. For example, generally, people prefer living in a house rather than a flat or an apartment. The next word is also very, very common in English. If you want to say someone is friendly in a more formal way, you can say she is cordial. The British pronunciation of this word is cordial. So there is a bit of difference between the American and British pronunciation of this word. So please pay attention. For example, scientists have proved that people with cordial smiles are often naive and childish. For your information, you can use the word friendly in both cases. However, I often use it in casual cases, such as talking about friends that I love and normally I use it in IELTS speaking. For example, I live in a friendly area where people know and help each other with almost every matter in life. The next word is diminish. Diminish means decrease or grow smaller. Decrease is neutral, but grow smaller is informal. For example, the population of Vietnam diminished over the next two decades, reaching the lowest number in 2009 with 76 million people. In a neutral way, I would say many countries are facing a substantial issue with a decreasing birth rate which might result in the lack of workforce in the future. And if I want to sound more casual, I would say, although my hometown is a lovely place, the population seems to be growing smaller because people are moving to bigger cities for better opportunities. In IELTS, presenting two contrast ideas happens a lot and it is extremely important that you know different ways to express that. So normally you use although, you use despite or you use in spite of, right? Another word you can also use and it is very formal. It is albeit. But you need to pay attention here. Albeit, despite and in spite of have the same grammar structure. But although is a little bit different. Listen to the examples. Each individual can also make a positive impact on the environment, albeit small. The best way to raise people's awareness of the environment is through education, although the result might take some time to reveal itself. Despite or in spite of a lot of hardship, he managed to win the lawsuit against a company that threw untreated chemical waste into the river. I have two more words to go. The first one is conduct. You have to listen very closely because I said conduct, not conduct. 
Right. So conduct is the noun and conduct the same spelling, but it is the pronunciation of the verb. But in this case, I'm talking about the word conduct as a noun. It means behavior. For example, disrespectful conducts are unacceptable in society. In a more neutral way, you can say children inherit disrespectful behaviors, mostly from their parents. And the final word of today is highlight. It means to point out. For example, the research highlights a sharp distinction between children's choices. And in a more neutral way, you can say it is the teacher's job to point out the pros and cons of choices so children can make wise decisions. And I also want to remind you that pros and cons is informal. Well, I would love to give you more and more, and this is just part one of this. Stay tuned for part two, part three, and so many parts that are coming in the future. Again, I would like to thank you very much for joining me today in this episode. Your support means a lot to me. And if you want to join my classes and workshops, feel free to contact me. And also, if you want to join my teacher training courses, do not forget that I have free webinars for everyone, every month. Alright, so for now, have fun learning and I will see you in other episodes. Bye!